We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right. Oh, man. Good story. You Thanks, man. There. Thanks, man. Welcome back to an all new episode. What was the story I was telling you about? Uh, I think it's a little private for you the can audiences say it. here. You can say it. All right. Uh, you were talking about... Got Tim. him. Got him. What do you mean? I improv the sh- I out-improved you. How did you out-improv me? I asked you to tell the story and you couldn't even improv it. What do you mean? I was, I was not improv. Welcome here to Come On Down, a radio podcast show hosted by me, Jonathan Motney. And me, John Baker. Man, we've got a doozy for you guys today. Oh boy, do we. Boy, howdy. Hey, uh, before we start, uh, there's something I'm doing with everyone right now. Oh, okay. It's an experience. Uh, It's a question, I guess. Okay. I got Wordle in three. Is that what you're you're asking people? I haven't done today's yet. Good news, today, the game show that we're doing is Wordle, so... And how is that a game show? In that it's a game, and and you and show you, and you show your friends every day score. how many okay. guesses it took. I would happily do an entire episode on Wordle. Who wouldn't? So let's let me let me uh, put you in a hypothetical scenario. Okay, let me just put you in a little hypothetical scenario right sure. here. You walk into a pizza parlor. Okay, what is a pizza parlor? It's a place where you can acquire pizzas. <laughs> acquire. Okay. Okay. So you walk in, there's two people in front of you in line. There's nobody else in the restaurant either waiting for food or eating food, okay? Okay. You walk in, you wait behind these two people. Mm -hmm. You order an order of garlic knots and two slices of pizza. Okay. How long does it take you to get your pizza? (laughs) Uh, I would say it probably... No more than 10 minutes. What if I told you the answer to this hypothetical question was 47 minutes? Here's my question back to you. Why did you stay there past 30? Okay, let me tell you exactly why. Okay. So I'm sitting there and 25 minutes have gone by now. I have nothing other than my beverage. Okay. Okay. And this is an order at the counter. Are they working frantically? This is an order at the counter. No, they're just methodically going through the paces. Okay. I'm sitting there waiting. 25 minutes have gone by. I'm thinking, wow, I can't believe this is going to take half an hour to get my food. The, I presume, manager comes over. Says, hey, guys, I am really sorry. Um, your garlic knots will be out in three minutes. Um, and very sorry. Uh, we ran out of pie, so... It's going to be another 15 minutes for the pizza. And I go, uh, 15 more minutes? And she's like, yeah, sorry. And I go, wow. And she was like, sorry. And then just walked away. Didn't offer to pay. Didn't offer like any sort of refund. Didn't say like, hey, here's some chicken wings while you wait for the pizza that right. we 25 minutes later realized we don't have pizza for. Mm-hmm. Um, no offer of anything like that whatsoever. Yeah. And then it was another 
five or six minutes waiting for the three minutes for the garlic knots. Mm-hmm. And it was another 22 minutes waiting for the 15 minutes for the pizza. Yeah. So I don't think I'm ever going to go back there again. Where was it? Uh, I don't want to name and shame. I don't want to uh, dox them. But it's New York Pizza and Pints on Preston Road in Frisco. <laughs> and they're our sponsor today. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool how you bring these real life issues to our platform mm-hmm. when mm, people are dying across the world trying to defend their country. And this is and these are the problems you decide to use your platform to talk about. You're right. You're right. And in honor of the situation in the Ukraine yeah. that's going on right now, uh-huh. today we're going to be talking about a game show from Australia. And you know what? I think that's fair. We've never done a game show from Australia Correct. before, have we? And there's not a single thing from Ukraine uh, that we could find No, at the time. Um, well, I did see there was a comedian from Ukraine that was on Tim Dillon's became podcast. The, became the president. <laughs> Yeah, also the mayor of Kiev is that boxer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Vitaly Klitschko or Vladimir Klitschko, they're brothers. One of them is the mayor. Mm. They were both heavyweight boxers. Nice. One of them uh, was, used to be with ha- Hayden Panettiere. Remember her? From? Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Yeah. What was the name of that? Uh, Heroes. Heroes, yeah. Yeah, it was a show about... Uh, meatball sandwiches which was weird it was one of those uh, gotcha titles that (laughs) they used uh before we go any further uh i do have a a preface that i would like to say oh i won't make i won't i won't be long i just want to i have a couple apologies that i need to dole Mm -hmm. out one is to our listeners for the audio on my end from last episode thank you for bringing this up i had a little bit of an issue um, with certain things that started to take over my life because I what do you I mean? Kind of got, kind of got sucked into my my ego got so big oh, that twenty k it, it blinded everything else in my life and mm-hmm. it's all I could see was mm-hmm. this big bright shining ego sh- shining back at me. So it's just this loop of. Me 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 So I I apologize. Uh wow, that's uh that was very heartfelt and I think I can speak for everyone when I say I appreciate that. Okay. Um but I do want to say just really quickly the situation in Ukraine is very serious. You already fucked up, dude. And we are we are taking it very seriously. So we will do everything we can to make a difference in Ukraine, including um Changing our profile picture to have the Ukrainian flag. 100% already did it. Um, posting a picture of something from the Ukraine that I've never heard of before a couple of days ago. Right. Uh, and talk about how amazing and beautiful a country it is. Mm-hmm. Um, t- uh, sharing on social media uh, about how I think Vladimir Putin is a bad guy. Sure. Uh, just, just every little thing that we can do that will really make a difference for the people of the Ukraine. And more importantly, let people know that we are very empathetic to the people of Ukraine because that gives us a lot of social capital. If we know that people know that we care, right? Um, then we are therefore considered good people and can feel good about ourselves um, and not worry about any of the uh, participation in capitalism that we do that uh, destroys ecosystems and cultures 
um, and right. any of the other uh, nation building and mm-hmm. um, uh, invasions and regime and war, overthrowing, re- regime overthrow, all that stuff that we do uh, in brown countries all the time. Uh, it's okay in those. Um, but now that white people are involved, um, I, I really feel, I really feel bad about it. Right. And, Uh, and, 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 and I want to piggyback on top of that mm -hmm. just real quick. I am not going to be doing any of uh, of those things, but I have a reason. Okay. Uh, when Russia, um, wins world war (laughs) three, sure. I don't want, I want to be welcomed with open arms because they're going to check my account gotcha, and say okay this gotcha, guy didn't say right. any shit about Your social credit score right uh-huh and so and then i'm going to overthrow them oh it's, from a, it's with, a long play from within correct it's a long play and, and of I course we will that. have to destroy this part of the podcast before they win sure, sure because sure. they will be able to scrub and find this of course and, of yeah, course and know that i'm a double wow agent. that's a that's a brilliant plan and honestly it's it's incredibly brave of you thank you um it's honestly braver than most of the people fighting there i and i totally agree yeah uh so uh before we jump into our um in honor of ukraine another game show from a majority white country um we've got a sponsor we do um and here we go i'm proud to present our sponsor today because they saved my life just two weeks ago Monty became addicted to something that almost destroyed our friendship and podcast. Oh, this feels like a callback to the thing. It does feel a like a minutes correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we had a successful video on YouTube and I became laser focused on one thing. I became addicted to checking YouTube view counts. We had an intervention and sent him to Sunshine and Smiles for Miles and Miles Rehab Center located in Chinatown, New York. SNS for M&M is our sponsor for today and they treat all addictions. Addicted to cocaine? How about commenting on social media? Are you addicted to internet porn, paper porn, or hand-drawn porn? Sunshine and Smiles for Miles and Miles treats it all. Addicted to letting your bathroom poos just sit in the water without flushing for the entire duration of your excrement evacuation? SNS for M&M can help you. What if you're addicted to making funny faces for that picture the amusement parks take of you during the largest drop on a roller coaster? Do you know how much time you would waste waiting in line and riding a roller coaster just for that one money shot over and 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 over? Years of your life are gone in a flash. It's tragic, but there's no addiction too big or small that SNS for M&M can't help with. Think about it. You're on the ride. You're not exactly sure where the flash is. You see where the flash goes off. You've got to time it. You go on a few more times. Make sure you get that timing right. These next couple times, you're counting. You're doing a little counter. You get to the top of the little lift there. You start going down Mississippi 1, Mississippi 2. Okay, it's on miss. It's on the miss after 2. That's when I got to make the smile. But now, oh, I got a little wind in my hair. I got wind in my eyes. I got to wash my face. I got to de- There's a little bit of a glow. There's a little bit of a, a reflection off my face. It's a little greasy. It's late in the afternoon. <laughs> I've got to take care of that. Come on down, listeners. We'll receive one free week of rehab with the code. Come on down to SNS for Eminem and treat your addiction today. SNS for Eminem. Turn, Turn that, that frown upside, upside down and come on down to Chinatown. Chinatown. Oh, so it's just in Chinatown for this rhyme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I did the rhyme uh, first and then went back and <laughs> okay. added the Chinatown. Sure, yeah. sure, that makes sense. Sorry, the sponsor did the rhyme first, then went back right. and, and then invented what their product was based on that the rhyme, rhyme that they wanted to do. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So today, as previously aforementioned, we're going to be talking about a game show called Lab Rats Challenge. Mm. Lab Rats Challenge. That's not the type of a name of a game show that I thought I'd ever be talking about. 
Lab Rats Challenge. When you say Lab Rats Challenge, I instantly am thinking about some sort of social media challenge where you dump a whole bunch of rats on top of your head and then raise money for prostate cancer. And that's exactly what this is about. Oh, <laughs> but with kids. <laughs> yes. Yes, with kids, because this is for children, and this is important. This is an important game show. I, I do think, agree. I think you don't realize a lot of times that game shows can be important, and mm-hmm. this one is one of them. Because it promotes... Because it's Australian, so I like their accents. Oh, that's that's what makes it important. Yeah. Okay. Do you watch a lot of Australian TV? Here's the cool thing. The company that I work for... Is Australian, Mike? Is was created by two Australians Whoa. and half of our team is in Australia. All the engineers are Australian. Oh. And so anytime you have a call with them or we have a company call, you get to hear the Australia accent. So is, are your company calls always at, late in the day? So we used to have company calls that for me in central time zone, central standard uh-huh. would be at 6.30 PM. Okay. But we adjusted that to 4.30 for some reason. Yeah, because reason. 4.30 is like 8.30 in um, Sydney. Mm-hmm. So that's doable. They should be able to be on a call by 8.30. Right. It just sucks for them because we're like, oh, last call of the day, winding down. Yeah. And they get to start their day. Well, yeah, but it's the next day. They're in the future. So they Correct. know what is going to happen. They, they know are what's in the been future. going on in Russia and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. They have already done the call. Dude, this <laughs> Holy is shit. This is a backup for them. <laughs> yeah. I used to work in a global role at a big global company. Mm-hmm. That pizza company that fucked you over recently? <laughs> New York Pizza and Pines. Yeah, Pines. Um, and I worked with some Australian people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there were like several Australian people in my office that I became good friends with. And then, uh, but, but the real issue was there were people you know that were not in my office in texas that were still in australia and mm-hmm. still in other places around the world so the really difficult thing was it's not easy to have a meeting with people in europe and australia and america at oh, the same time yeah i would say impossible yeah you you would be about right because for me that means the meeting is at 6 a.m so that it can be like lunchtime for europe yeah. and 10 p.m for australia <laughs> so those people are about to go to bed i have no reason to be awake or alive <laughs> and then the people in europe are just fucking sitting pretty yeah living large of course i also have a streaming service called- paramount plus <laughs> yeah uh, i got it to watch mcgruber um <laughs> Which is on Peacock, by the way. Right. Um, but download Paramount Plus because you have to have that first before yes. you unlock Peacock Plus. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a video game. <laughs> yeah. Where you got to do a few you gotta things. Unlock, you got to yeah. do a quest. You got to steal a car. Yeah. And it's called Acorn TV, the streaming service that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all British and Australian TV shows. Okay. So I've watched a few uh, Australian TV shows on there. There's this one really big one that's not on there, but uh, it's called Neighbors. And like every Australian actor has been on Neighbors at some point in time. It's like a super okay. long running. Um, so it's soap like days, opera. days of our lives yeah, situation. Yeah. But oh, I it think, is an actual soap opera. Yeah. But uh, I think it's like a evening. I, I don't think it's midday. Midday. I could be wrong, but it's on. See, here's the problem with Australia. They have an ABC because we have. American Broadcasting Company or Corporation or whatever. Yeah. 
And then they're Australia, so they can just do the same thing. They have American Barbie company. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's correct. It's not the Australia. It's not it's the, the A. It's the A. It's the yeah. B that changes from broadcasting to Bobby. <laughs> A dingo, my baby. Um, <laughs> so Lab Rats Challenge is one of these Australian game shows mm-hmm. that... It was neither on ABC or Acorn TV. Just to be oh, clear. I just like name dropping things with Australian stuff, so you know I'm cultured, sure, and I know about the other places with white people. Yeah, I don't know if just downloading a streaming service makes you cultured. Oh, doesn't it? Did doesn't you have you watched anything on it? I've watched some Australian stuff. Okay, I've I watched guess that's one some step British stuff also in the right direction. There's a show called The Detectorists in England. Here's what England is like, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. In in terms of other white people right. countries, which is all we talk about, really. But there's just a lot of white there's people. There's a in lot the world. of white people that are uh, control the media. Um, what? Why did you make that face? I just. Were you thinking of specific types? No. Okay. Um, there's a show in England called The Detectorists, mm-hmm. and it kind of sounds like oh, that's a weird like detective like what were they trying to say there it's a show uh, like a sitcom about metal detectors Uh, it kind of sounds like american pickers or right but not a reality show like a sitcom okay like it's just a show about two guys who go and metal detect stuff and do they meet like funny characters along the way? Or? They find Coke cans. Um, that cannot be. That's all that happens uh, on that show. Fishing hooks, gold doubloons. This okay. So this is. What are the hijinks that they get in? What is the show? Uh, you know, sometimes what you find is not what you think it is. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to spoil anything for our viewers. Yeah, not going to watch it. So Lab Rats Challenge debuted in 2008 on Australian TV. Great year. Such a good year for everybody. What name some things? Such a good year. Um that one investor guy made billions of dollars for predicting the market crash. Housing oh, housing The crisis. guy in the big short? Yes. Uh, Christian Bale. No, that's the actor that played him. But I bet you he also made millions of dollars in 2008, wouldn't you think? Uh, Probably, So yeah. I'm right, is what you're saying? No, 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 because you're right. not talking about the same person. I was right. Christian Bale made billion, millions of dollars. Oh, see, there you go. I said billions, <laughs> and you Whatever. decided to say millions. Uh, so this show in 2008 mm-hmm. was hosted by Drew Jarvis and Nicole Dixon. If you are doing a Google of for Big, big shirt, short, big shirt. and you accidentally type <laughs> big shirt, you're not going to find what you need. No? Just, no. just pictures of people in shirts, yeah, mostly. Yeah, 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 just yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. of people in shirts. Oh, here's a fun one. It's a kid in a big shirt. <laughs> that is funny. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on the oh, screen. Oh, get it? Class of 2026. That's our thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> is this kid in the big shirt? Yes. There's no fucking doubt. That's clickbait, baby. That's how you clickbait, baby. Ew. I don't want... Oh, you don't want to watch a kid in a big shirt? That's hilarious. No, I don't want our clickbait to go skyrocket because there's a kid in a big in shirt. In a big shirt, it's funny. Who's watching that? People who appreciate a good old-fashioned comedy. Okay. So, uh, Drew Jarvis and Nicole Dixon were the hosts. Okay. Drew Jarvis, um, basically, his whole career is hosting kids' programs. Okay. Uh, he loves seeing kids in big shirts. <laughs> and... He he currently is like executive producer of uh, multiple children's TV shows and, and appears on them and things like that. Still currently? Yes. Oh. Um, Nicole Dixon 
she is a former TV presenter. Bleh, bleh, what? A what? TV presenter, model, and teacher. So she seems to fit the role here. Wow. She's hot. She knows how to talk on TV. Uh-huh. And? And she's a teacher. Wow. So that works with this educational game show. Because spoiler, it's a little educational. Oh, it's a lot of educational. It's a, it's a lot of educational. Um, so this aired in 2008. And then it was not on TV for a while. Aw. Then it came back in 2012. Hell yeah. And Nicole got the boot. She got put in the boot. That's what they say over there. Why did she get the boot? I don't know. It's really hard to find a lot of information about this TV show. People don't care about it that much. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you had Acorn Television streaming service <laughs> and you couldn't do any research on yeah, that? Yeah, it's weird. They didn't have any documentaries about Lab Rats Challenge on there for me to learn from. Well, it shocks me. So, 290 episodes over four seasons. They came back in 2012 Holy shit. to 2014. Got three more seasons in there. Nicole Dixon got replaced by Alicia Rose. Kind of sounds like looking? a hooker or a stripper. I thought that Nicole Dixon's quite good looking. She's a former model. So look up Alicia Rose. Alicia Rose. I better Australia. not misspell this one. Alicia Rose, Australia, big shirt. Okay, so that's uh, how you spell Alicia. With okay. E I S H A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I'm not, like not going to do that. Um, so then just it's not going to work because she's a nobody. Heads up to our viewers: if you're looking for pictures for of Alicia Rose and you type in Alicia Silverstone, it's not going to work. Um, but it's going to take me back to middle school mm -hmm. and my gigantic love for. Damn, dude. I told you, spell it right. She's a nobody. You can't just guess on spelling her name. And Alicia, if you're listening, if you're watching, I don't mean that. You're a big deal to me. You're a hottie. You're great at entertaining the kids and whatnot. She is much better looking. She uh, she was like a, a ballet dancer or something before she did this. Okay. Um, and yeah, her just goal is to be hot and... You know, distract. Oh, the boys is it because she show. went onto a show that promotes uh, education and science? So right. maybe she does have more aspirations than uh, what'd you say? Be hot. She's doing great at anything she's trying so far, okay, including good. being hot. Good. So Lab Rats Challenge. Um, it's two teams of two kids. Yep. Competing against each other. Hell yeah! In uh, science fair based competitions yes. basically mm -hmm. that's the concept of the show um and like uh, doing your trifold science presentation you that's to, exactly what these you challenges have to, you have are. to glue stick the stuff on there yes um but yeah so kind of drew and nicole and or alicia take you through what the games are and they they give like a little explanation of how things work why they work they give a pretty obviously elementary level scientific explanation of how each of the games work or why it works and things like that totally it's pretty it's pretty cool i think you know i want to try some of these at home i want to set up my own lab rat challenge well you know what what you might be in luck because uh, we have a lightning round coming up oh my and God. you might be doing some is that why there's balloons over here and okay you saw that yeah they're also in the camera <laughs> yeah that's why they're here okay <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, so obviously at the beginning we get a little introduction to these two teams of kids. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down this quote from a girl that I watched on an episode because okay. I just thought it was funny because kids say the darndest things. They do. 
And uh, so Nicole said to the girl, um, oh, so I hear you like to travel. And she said, yeah, when I was little, I went to Italy and Japan and places like that. Wow. And I thought, Italy and Japan and places like that. What is another place that is like Italy and Japan? What's the overlap in Italy and Japan? The countries. You the countries. What, you know what the you know what it is? What? Uh noodles. Okay. She only goes to places with noodles. So what's a, what else Thailand. is a noodle heavy? Okay, so like uh the what's it, the Pacific Rim? Yeah. What's that called? Um that. With all those mean? Asian countries, they're all real tiny and they're like I mean, yeah. That's How what... does this not help you understand what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm drawing a... <laughs> I mean, you said the Pacific Rim, and yeah, I is think that that's... right, though? Yeah. And it looks like this. <laughs> it's a rim, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, the only thing I can think that Japan and Italy have in common is noodles. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Oh, and they were both on the bad side in World War II. <laughs> so maybe she went oh, to so Germany. Oh, so Axis powers. Yeah, she just, Axis powers. So that's what she, she meant. Because it's all the Axis powers. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was fun. Anyway, the way that the game works is we get introduced to these two teams, uh, uh, kooky kids. Um, who they, who have, in my opinion, an infinite amount more of personality of it. than children in Double Dare. Sure. Sure. This is a little more recent. Obviously, this began in 2008. But I will say that these kids are um, somewhat personable a little bit outgoing not overly shy yes but also not annoying disney channel children correct yes a hundred percent that's a they perfect seem like real people they seem for the most part like um they're older than they are like mm -hmm. i don't know i maybe it's because i'm like a an old wise uh man but I would want to like condescend to these people if I saw them. But then they start talking and I go, oh, they know what's up. I can talk to them like a human. Okay, so hold on. So your default is to condescend to everyone. Is to con oh, to everyone, yeah, not just, just kids. Anybody. No, not just kids. So you condescend to people and then they speak back to you and you're like, And then oh, I decide whoa, whether I was right or wrong. This guy is 70. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I don't have to speak to him like a dumb uh -huh. old man uh -huh. or dumb child. Right. But, I mean, people do speak to old people like children. Well, oh, sometimes hey, they regress. Grandma, grandma, did you take your pills, Grandma? Get the fuck. She's a fucking grown woman. If she doesn't want to take her pills, then she doesn't have to. Who are you in? Who are you in that situation? You kind of sound like a young kid. Uh, no, I'm saying it's you know you you talk down to an old person. Oh, that's the way, the way that you your talk voice to a young kid, like a baby. You, yeah, goo -goo exactly. Gaga. Exactly. Oh, what did you find there, Trevor? Their mm -hmm. names of obviously Trevor, right? And Trevor's like a fifty-year-old man next to you <laughs> on a on a what do you think? public transportation. Here's my question, mm. and I think this is an important question. I think all the people have been wondering this question. Yeah, what do you think is the age of the oldest person in the world named Trevor? I, you know, I don't know how to answer that. Now, if you ask me, T Dog. I would say 82, but Trevor, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to look up the, uh, when the Trevor name popular, cause I feel like we would be able to get an idea if it's Trevor popular. Noah is the oldest person in the world named Trevor <laughs> and he's 38. Mm. I don't want baby name meetings. What do you think Trevor means? 
Trevor means uh, what? Why are you laughing? It's prudent. Prudent. That's what I was gonna. Dear guess. prudent. Um. Yeah. Anyway, they there are four rounds of this game show. The first one is called Nano Challenge. Okay. Looks like there's an uptick when 1965. 65. There's a huge all of a sudden. Like what happened? <laughs> what happened that? Oh yeah, we should figure out what happened in 1965. Caused, uh, Vietnam War. Maybe a, a Vietnam War hero. No, they weren't heroes at the time. They were all they were enemies shunned. of us. We spit on them. Ugh. Um. So the Nano Challenge is a fairly quick. Head-to-head game between the two teams. They both have to achieve the same goal at the same time uh, as well as possible. They both need to finish at the same time. Uh, no, not necessarily. That's me and my wife. Mm. What are you guys finishing, though? Uh, jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> because You both we, hold the we, same we, piece? And... Well, no, we eat, we leave out two pieces and we will both put them in oh, at the same time nice. so that nobody's the person who solved the puzzle. Even though I put all the 498 other pieces together, we did it together. Yeah, air your grievances. And then she's she does puzzles. I don't. Um, I I don't understand them. I also don't can't do magic eyes. <laughs> I can't. It's really sad. It is sad because they are sad. fucking like, great. Well, look at this whale, and I'm like, yeah, that is a crazy whale. Oh no, because I don't want to be left out. Oh no. Like, oh yeah, I see it. Because like after a while, like I try it, I'm like, oh, I don't see it, and then I try it again, and I don't see it, and then the person's like, no, what you got to do, listen, relax your eyes, you got to yes. just completely yes. relax your eyes, all right, like don't, and you're not looking at it, look like beyond it, look through it, right, and then and now I'm like so deep in that I'm like, oh yeah, there it is, <laughs> you're like I just been going on for four <laughs> yeah. minutes, I'd feel it's like when somebody's like, uh, uh, oh hey John, who's there? And I go, what? And they go, hey, 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 hey. and I go, so I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. And then they go, oh, hey, 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 hey. and then I just go, yeah, yeah, and smile. Right. And you're <laughs> a cop who's helping a hostage who's been gagged, and you're just like, <laughs> what? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I got you. Sure. And you walk I, away. I got you. Uh huh. Ice cream. Yeah. I, t- I totally, I think three is my max too. Three is the After max three, and then you just pretend. Yeah, you have to. You just pretend because you're like, nothing's going to change. Maybe I'm the asshole now. Maybe it's my problem that I can't understand them. Maybe, yeah. It's not they're doing anything wrong May, or that's how it's going to come off. I don't know. You give up and you just pretend that you knew what they said. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the Nano Challenge, they're both competing, both teams. I don't know how we get on these tangents. It's their fun. God, you're so bad at hosting this podcast. Um, the Nano Challenge is both teams competing at the same time in uh, a small little competition. Yeah. As the name might imply. Like, for example, um, this was a weird one that I saw. Uh, create a sinker that sinks the slowest. What were your tools? Uh, it was like paper clips and some sort of plastic thing. So you need to and, make it and as was wide like, and, and there was thin a, as possible. And there was a bobber with like hooks on it. Okay. And so, and they had four minutes to practice and build. Oh, that's cool. And so there was basically a, each side had like a tube of water. And then what they were going to do obviously is put them both in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. And whichever one got to the bottom of their water uh, slowest is the winner. Yeah. And then the one I saw, the there was it was a team of boys and a team of girls. 
That, I think that's just how all of them yeah, were. Which is weird to me, but we'll get into that. And the team of girls, theirs just didn't sink at all. So they lost. Uh, so the boys. Oh, it has to sink. It has to sink, but it has oh, to sink slow. Okay. So the boys could have just put a fucking barbell on it and had it drop down won. and won <laughs> because the girls one did not sink at all. <laughs> no. Um, and then I saw one that was like, uh, how many drops of water can you fit on a coin? Like the head of a coin. Mm. Stuff like that. Little little mini challenges. You learn about surface tension. Yeah. Um, you get, I think it was like 10 points for that. Then there's round two called, what'll happen if? And I thought this was fun. This is kind of interesting. Uh, they present a scenario and some sort of like scientific scenario and say, what'll happen if this? And then they kind of isolate each of the teams. Yeah. I think like the lady host with the girls and the uh, Drew with the boys. Right. And they say like, okay, so so what do you think is going to happen? And they have to decide. Like uh, an episode I saw, there was a little, a little miniature boat with a, a fan on it, like a handheld fan, like you would have at an amusement park or mm-hmm. something, and a sail. And the fan was facing the sail. And so it was, what will you think will happen if we turn the fan on and put this in the water? Yeah. Will it go forward? Will it go backward? Or will it stand still? Hmm. And uh, the answer is it stands still. Because, because the, if the fan the- was alone, it would go backwards. If the sail, If the fan wasn't attached and was blowing at the sail, it would go forward. But because the fan is attached, providing force one way, and the sail uh, is getting the air, providing the force the other way, it cancels out and just kind of sits still. So that's a fun little scientific thought process you have to go through. Yeah. Um, You get some more points for that. Um, (laughs) Then in uh, round three, it's called Method Madness. Yeah. And this was a bit this is a bigger thing where each team competes one at a time uh to try and fill up the water to this line to get this thing to happen but there's some scientific way you got to get the water there or roll the ball build a Rube Goldberg-esque type thing Ooh. to get this thing to there. Um and the, the then the thing about this one that's really important as I wrote in my notes holy shit these girls just got shrunk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because so whoever is behind decides whether they want to go first or second in this competition in the Method Madness. And in order, instead of putting them in an isolation booth or something like that, right? Boring, as another show would do while we're waiting for the other team to compete, what they do is put you in a shrink ray and shrink you down Uh and then put you in a cage and then put a cat outside the cage to guard you yes and then your voice sounds like this and you're talking about i hope the blue team messes up so we've got a chance here yeah and some of the kids would say you know holy fucking shit this cat's attacking us (laughs) yeah some got eaten by the cat but yeah they did a little green screen effect of shrinking these kids down and and they and that's not scientific because that's not real 
But oh, it's fun. I'm sorry. It's Wayne, fun. Wayne Zelinsky. It's just fun. Honey, I Shrink the Kids, the greatest scientist of all time. I don't know. I would say Neil, De, Neil Tyson DeGrasse. DeGrasse Tyson. Right. Doesn't matter because you know who I'm saying. And well, or if Bill he's the Nye. greatest scientist of all time, maybe show him some fucking or properties. Or Bill maybe Nye the Science Guy. His name has science in it. Okay. So... Um, or Richard Dawkins. They he's an atheist. So or the guy, the robot him, man. Especially at a time like right now where we need God more than or ever. Or the robot I man that passed him. away. Stephen Hawking. Um, That's what I said. Oh, Rick. or did you mean a bicentennial man starring Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so old, such an old movie. Also dead. So movies don't die. You fucking idiot. No, Robin Williams. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, they do the Method Madness. They get their points for that. Uh, you know, whoever is able to complete that the fastest or the best or what have you. And then we get to what we all came here for. Mm. The Rat Race. Yes. Starring Seth Green um, and uh, uh, an all-star cast, honestly. <laughs> Can't be that all-star because you <laughs> didn't remember a single other person. I, that's something. I, that's a movie I haven't seen in a good 20 years. <laughs> so um, the Rat Race is kind of uh, what it sounds like. It's basically... Let me put it this way. Let me let me let me put this in a way people understand. All right. Let me put this in a way people understand. Yeah, okay. It's the temple run on Legends of the Hidden Temple. I would slightly adjust that. It's the it's the uh it's the global guts uh elastic jungle obstacle course thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's maybe the least scientific part of the show in terms of science. It's leaps and bounds. Like they say, oh, he's going through the particle accelerator, and that's a slide into a ball pit. Right. It's a slide into a ball pit is the particle And from what I could tell from what I was watching in my episode, it was quite a steep slide with a bump in the middle, uh, which was causing kids to bounce off of the slide. Oh, into the ball pit? Yeah. Oh, big deal. It doesn't look, it didn't look comfortable. Have you ever been to a real particle accelerator? Have you been to CERN? No. I yeah. think the tickets are just too hard to get. Yeah, they are. They are. They're finding uh, God particles, Higgs boson, and everything down yeah. there. And I think in the ball pit, if you can find the Higgs boson particle, <laughs> you do get uh, a little bit of a bonus. Yes. That's a deep cut for my science nerds out there. Not, not that deep. Pretty general knowledge about the science. What? What amount of people that clicked on our Naked Attraction video with the butts thumbnail... <laughs> know what the Higgs boson particle is? Um, what percentage? Of that, tw- of that big meaty I'm going to say keg. that considering most of those clicks were Russian trolls, probably kind of high because isn't it under Switzerland? It's in uh, Europe, right? Yeah, I think it is. So I think that they would know what's happening in, in uh, Europe. That's why they're... They're making their way through Ukraine to get to the particle accelerator yes. to create a black hole uh-huh. that is going to eat us all. That's kind of a strange Oops. ending for... Oops. <laughs> I mean, but he wins. Right? Wins what? Nobody wins. We all die. Right. So in that sense, he wins. Mm. I don't want to get spaghettificationized. Nice. Hey, that's a deep cut. That's a Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's a deep cut. Um so yeah, in the rat race, both teams and they're in the same obstacle course, like next to each other at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it was pretty time, intense, which is a little interesting, I thought. Um, but they have 
the particle accelerator. And they do have in the ball pit like bonus points that you can grab. Out Which are the, Velcroed out, to the wall. Yes, of course. Quite easy. As they are. And um, it kind of reminds me of the flags in Double Dare where you're mm-hmm. pulling the flags that are Velcroed to things. And it was more of a first come, first serve situation. Yeah, so if you are the first one to get to the quote unquote particle accelerator, you're going to get the big money. Yeah, it's 25 and 15 and 10 and 5, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to get the the first uh, uh, highest value one for sure. Right, unless you're an idiot kid and you go for the 5 and you're like, that's my favorite number. And it's like, <laughs> we're going to keep you shrunk and we're going to let animals attack you. There's also, I thought it was funny, there's one part where they get into a... Um, they call I can't remember what they called it, like the anti-vision chamber. Oh, it just lights out. <laughs> it's just full pitch black. And they have uh, night vision cameras in there. And it's kids just walking into walls over <laughs> <Yeah>. and over. <laughs> the, the exit is down and to the right. And you have to crawl through it. And these kids are just like slamming on the walls trying to figure out how to yeah. get out. They've got helmets on. It's okay. We can laugh. <laughs> it's not a problem. As long as they're sort of safe. Don't feel bad about it. Um, and then uh, I think after the particle accelerator segment... They have to complete some sort of objective that is maybe quote-unquote scientific-y. Yeah. In like, oh, we've got to move this thing over here, but one person controls the pitch and one person controls the yaw. Mm -hmm. So it's it's up and over and forward, whatever. So um, you've got to place a thing in the right place before you move on into... The rat maze. The rat maze. And in the maze, maze, you have to solve a whole bunch of science stuff. No. And there's checkpoints. No, it's it's a figure out your way through. So figure out your there's way no, through. There's no science in that. No, no, no. Well, if you have ever been to any scientist, they always have a maze with a rat. Every single one. Every single one. Even if they're like... A biologist, like a, a mammal oh, in the a sea. A biologist, a biologist, you think is not going to have um, animal life? An ocean bio, an ocean biologist. Oh, why oh. would they have a rat? Because that's what they do all the tests on. <laughs> like, I let's think see they do this... tests on rats. All right, because listen, they are no, so, they are like, easily ooh, comparable to uh, the human. Let's record cell makeup. Let's record a dolphin sound. That is explaining the route through the rat maze, and then we'll play it, and we'll see if the rat can understand what the dolphin's saying right. to get through the rat maze. And but I'm more interested in how did you get the dolphin to one understand the maze and to know how to complete the maze? Oh, so you don't think dolphins are like the smartest mammal out there aside from humans? Because that's what scientists yeah, have told me. But like we don't understand how did we put oh, our words into so you don't think dolphins dolphin. rape because they do so what scientists tell me dolphins rape you know who else rapes humans it's so sad that that's how we compare species we're like <laughs> we're like this this one uses fork and knives we're like nah, but they rape so they're for sure like i us. also wonder what that means because like you i've seen dogs before okay i was, I was so- and they just start fucking humping whatever I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they didn't get consent from that what is a rape for an animal yeah i'm glad you're saying this because i thought you were gonna go the other way and you were like is rape a real thing because <laughs> yeah, like i don't think that's where i was going can we it. is it really a real thing though is it something it. people should go to jail for though and honestly these are the thinking points that we want you to nope, go away nope wrong uh, wrong okay hey 
You heard it here first. You didn't. You didn't hear it here. I'm editing it out. <laughs> this is if all the things to get us canceled. Good luck editing it out now, because you're gonna look like a real idiot when my hand is extended for no reason after you cut it back in. <laughs> well, I just won't cut it back in at that point. And and I'm gonna do it every <laughs> single second now. Um, so they go through the um the lab maze or the rat maze, mm-hmm. and. Do you know what's at the end of a rat maze every time? Do you know what's always at the end of a rat maze? Answers. Cheese. Oh. And so you get to the end of the maze, and then you get cheesed. Yeah. And it is a straight ripoff of slime. It is slimed, but with nacho cheese falling from the sky Honestly, onto your head. I would be okay with that over slime because it probably tastes better. I've, as someone who has been slimed, and not a lot of people can say that. Oh my God. Just think, get oh, over it. How many people that clicked on the butt video percent? Percentage wise have been slimed. This guy right here. Maybe. This guy right here. I've been slimed and it tasted like applesauce. Not bad. But like it was it like grainy like applesauce? It was kind of the consistency of applesauce. A little liquidier, maybe. Flavor wise. Are you sure you got saucy. slimed and you just didn't get applesauce thrown on you as a child and your memory <laughs> is so traumatized? I have a certificate. Like- I have a certificate in my house that okay. says I got slimed. Right. And you don't think that your parents could have fabricated that similar to how they fabricated you winning a... Uh, well, listen, I will put I will put a picture of it in the video. Good. It'll be the thumbnail next to the kid in the big shirt. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, it's on my phone. I just tried to pull my phone out of my pocket, and then I remember when I'm staring at it. Uh, on the tripod. Oh over there. no! It's because I was going to show you and say, hey, "What about this?" Here, here's the behind the scenes. This? Behind the scenes, we filmed this with a phone. Yeah, because it's the future. Brought to you by Apple. <laughs> um, and so, whoever gets through, uh, you get points for that. You get the points that you earned in there, and then we see who has the most points. So, I guess um, if you lost all the three first things and didn't do a great job in getting the points inside of the particle accelerator yes you could get to the end get cheesed and still lose that sucks right that would suck uh but that's the way the the cheese cookie crumbles crumbles. oh yeah that makes more sense yeah um but yeah this game show uh brought a lot of uh bill nye back in the fact that it's uh People in lab coats, because uh, our hosts are in lab coats, obviously, obviously because they're very official scientists. Yes. Uh, educating kids on science stuff in kind of fun and engaging ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it harkened a lot back to Legends of the Hidden Temple for sure. me, because it was they're competing in science slash Legends of the Hidden Temple historical or mythical competitions mm-hmm. against each other. And then there's a kind of race obstacle course thing at the end. Yes. So very similar to Legends of the Hidden Temple. Do you know the uh, the adult Legends of the Hidden Temple has uh, began airing a few months ago on the CW? Really? It is. If you were thinking... And that's on Paramount Plus? It actually might be. No, it's probably on HBO Max if it's on anything. Okay. If it's not in the CW app only. Mm. Um, but I, it, like Legends of the Hidden Temple, the kids version is definitely on Paramount Plus. Um, ironically enough for your bit here, your fucking dumb Paramount Plus bit. Not a bit. I want to give you guys a little a little backstory here. Yeah. Just a little bit of backstory sure. here. Um, a month or so back, mm. 
Montney sends me a text message that said, uh, have you watched the new MacGruber series? Yeah. And I said, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. And then you said, uh, I'm thinking about getting Paramount Plus for it. Right. And I said, well, it's on Peacock, so I wouldn't uh, recommend that. Hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. I don't remember that. And then a couple of weeks go by. Sure. And you said, hey, do you know anybody with T-Mobile? I'm thinking about switching to T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I don't think so. Why are you thinking about switching? And you said, uh, because you get a free year of Paramount Plus and I really want to watch the new MacGruber series. <laughs> and I said, it's on Peacock. It's got to be so frustrating to be my friend, to it's, just like not, it's on, to just repeat yourself it's on over Peacock. and over. And then, and then a couple more weeks went by and uh, we were looking for a game show to do and we wanted to make sure that we could access episodes of it. Sure. And... You said, do you think it's on Paramount Plus? <laughs> but, but I don't think you were doing it as a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. The first three weren't jokes. And 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 it's important to understand that early onset Alzheimer's is a thing. <laughs> and it does run in my family. So let's keep laughing at me. Very strong hang up on Paramount Plus. By the way, I do have Paramount Plus. So I know what's honest. Because you want to MacGruber. watch MacGruber. We know. <laughs> I watch every episode of MacGruber on Peacock via Paramount Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so how did we get to Paramount Plus again? Okay, let's think about this. <laughs> so we were talking about okay, oh, it was uh, a it's a lot different, by the way. It's not just um adults doing what was on Legends of the Hidden Temple, it's yeah. like there's like outdoor stuff, like they're in like the wilderness, like trying to cross bridges and stuff, not in a studio audience, so it's like naked and afraid. Yeah. Oh, they are naked. Also. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and it is censored, but only buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> only buttholes. Are That's censored. like weird Asian porn where it's like <laughs> yeah. just toes are censored. Yeah. Just and just right in the butthole. Okay. Oh, but you Not, can see the outside ring. Yeah, you can see the crack and everything. Right. But sure. If they bend over and zoom in, okay, you get some yeah blur right there. I mean, I feel like you'd have to bend over and also spread in order to get a good view of the butthole do you bend over do you ever bend over and not spread hold on so every time you bend over you spread your butt cheeks of course for what reason like in case uh, someone's filming legends of the hidden temple (laughs) i mean just stretching it out when else you you gotta spread your butt cheeks every once in a while keep them firm um so this show um yeah it's boys versus girls in the two episodes that i saw and it sounds like you saw that also. Yes, correct. And this just leads me to my conclusion of why women don't belong in STEM. Don't belong? Uh, or they're not in STEM. Okay, because you said don't belong. They belong. Hey, listen, they belong wherever they want to be because they're proud and powerful. Freudian slip, if I've ever heard one. But they get dominated in this show. They do. They get they do. dominated. That is a fact. Um, And so I think... We need to start off by training our girls better for Lab Rats Challenge. And Ooh. then we will have, see some more success of the girls in the STEM Here's fields. the thing. Here's what. Here's the solution. Mm-hmm. Wipe out school. School is non-existent. Lab Rats Challenge only. It's just Lab Rats Challenge. And you go through that and then you start working in an engineering plant. Can and, I tell you something? Yeah. And I've uh, maybe said this before. Okay. Girls don't belong in STEM? No. I They belong wherever they want to be. I think it's great that this show always had a team of girls on it because it's empowering girls at home to 
watch them and root for them that is true. and you know see that they can solve these scientific problems yes. themselves um, and get into these fields. I think that's great. Here's the thing, though. And this is not contradicting what I just said at all. So okay. I don't know, how it, I don't cool. know why I did that segue like that. Sure. But I went to school for a while mm-hmm. until I was like 22 years old. Sick, fact. dude. Hell yeah. And I never liked it. I never... Um, yeah, because the school wasn't just playing video games all the Right. Time. So I never paid attention. I never studied that much. Sure. Or uh, I would pay I would pay attention more than I would study. I'll, I'll reverse those. I, okay. I didn't pay attention that much. I never studied. Got it. However, I remember, to your point, when I was younger, especially, in school, like in third grade, we had mental math games on the computer. Oh, the best. And it was like video games, but the only way you could succeed in the video game is by solving math problems. Yes. And I loved it. I was obsessed with it. Wasn't it like a fish one or an underwater one? There was... Uh, the Cycles one is the one I mostly remember. Okay. Uh, where it's like multiplayer snake and you're trying to make the other people crash and oh, yeah. each turn direction left right up or down was a math problem that you had to put the answer into yeah. to turn the direction you wanted to turn mm-hmm. um, and if you get it wrong you don't turn so loved that um there was a uh a, a, a pro computer program called storybook weaver that had like little like specialized clip art and things like that and uh, pages where you write your own storybook mm. and i was like really into that like um and and there were other like like oregon trail oh um, the best there was so much like interactive educational stuff where at the time i didn't realize i'm learning and being educated while i do all this yes. stuff uh but i was because i was just having fun uh, engaging and interacting with this stuff correct and then after like fourth grade fifth grade that sort of stuff mostly goes away. It's just memorize it. Memorize this, regurgitate right, it. Right, exactly. And so that was kind of when school lost me a little bit. Mm. And now there are things like on Paramount Plus. <laughs> For the last three weeks, <laughs> I've been watching this series on Paramount Plus called like, uh, I don't know what it's called, Secrets of Ancient History okay. or Treasures Decoded, something like that. But... There's like 30-something episodes, hour-long episodes of this show, and every one is a different thing from ancient history like that archaeologists have discovered and the background on it and kind of the, de- the debates they've had and yeah. what they've found. And, oh, here's what the topsoil shows us, this composition, so it was probably during this era and things like that. And I'm like obsessed with this show. And hell I yeah. Like watch the hell out of it. Try and, and I'm like, oh, like, oh, man, I know everything about the lost city of Atlantis and King Tut's tomb and Queen Nefertiti and all this Mm. stuff um, that's really interesting and engaging uh, that school never was. So I think that we have a problem in society of that people innately like to learn, but we make it difficult for them to. We make it boring for them too. Well, how is watching a show interactive? It's not necessarily interactive, but it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you think that's the that's the piece of the puzzle that needs to be? Yeah. Involved. Instead of like, instead of here's this boring book. That's just read, straight facts. Read from this boring book of facts. I'm watching this, and I'm seeing oh, this scholar who has this opinion on this thing kind of 
debating this scholar who sees it from this other perspective and thinks, oh, but I think what the what these things mean is this instead of you determining what these things mean are this. Yeah. Like that is so much more engaging to me. And I'm a lot more likely to uh, pay attention and learn and retain that information. Sure. And I think that's why shows like Lab Rats Challenge uh, are good and helpful. Absolutely. Because it's giving kids something to be excited about while they're learning. And again, my main problem with it is, why does this stop at 10 years old? This should be how everything's done. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how we need to be learning in ways that fit our modern sensibilities. Like back in the day, all you had was papyrus and storytellers. Mm-hmm. So the only way you could learn is by somebody telling you and by reading what is on a piece of paper. Now we've got all sorts of other things that have have advanced that. And then we still sit in a room and read from a piece of paper and have one person spit facts at us. Yeah, but I think that that is the bare minimum that teachers do. And oh, here there are my wife's a teacher guy. There are plenty of teachers that try and make it interactive, but they're just not given the time and energy. Well, they're just not given the time to create all of these engaging things. I think that's the main reason why we tie these teachers hands. You know, it's like you have to go to all these meetings. You have to talk about all your lesson plans. It's, it should be go into a room either alone or with other teachers, however you work best and create fun lessons for these kids. And I don't think they are given that opportunity. I think you're right. I think we need a an overhaul, and that's why I'm running for president in 2024. Yes, and your slogan is "Women should not be- no. don't belong look, in STEM." Look at my notes. It sure. says my notes say this is why girls aren't in STEM. Right, I misspoke. Sure, I think they should be great STEM. You think they should be great stemmers? stemmers. <laughs> we um, should call it stemmers. That's more fun than STEM. Yeah. So uh, my last note that I don't think I've read here is six special effects. Oh, also, here's my note. This feels older than it is, is my other note. Yeah, it felt... that when <laughs> Technology it came on, hadn't quite gotten to Australia the way it had in America yet. When it came on, I 100% was like, 90s show. Right. This looks like a mid-90s show. Yeah, but no, it's a late 2000s show, early 2010s show. Um, yeah, what do you think in terms of improvements or... Improvements? I'll just go over just a dislike real sure. quick. Here's a thought. Practiced your fucking handshake before the show taping. You mean that for Drew Drew Jarvis? No, the kids, every time they did something right, they were told to do a handshake. And it looks like the producers were like, here, uh, here's your handshake five seconds before the show. And then these kids never knew when to do it or how to do it. Fucking love the shrink ray. (laughs) There you go. It was so good. I told you six special effects. Same note. I would. I do have two make it betters. Okay. The will they, won't they tension uh-huh. at the end of who won is irrelevant because if you were just doing simple math through the three rounds, you know who won. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a math show or is this a science show? Okay. Well, math is a huge part of science. So says you. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and I think the best make it better to make it as fun as possible uh-huh. 
is there should be a dry ice bomb challenge okay. where kids have to make a dry ice bomb on the side of a Starbucks. This is getting more personal. And throw it into the bushes uh-huh. at the front of the coffee shop right. uh-huh. without it exploding in their hand. Okay, so just to provide some context here. I don't think you need any. That's a very clear make Back it better. Back when we were 17, 18 years old, we were big science aficionados. Right, we were stemmers. And one of these science experiments that you can do at home, kids. But don't. Is you put some dry ice in a water bottle. Yeah. Um... Preferably a plastic one. Sure. You then put some water in there. Uh huh. How much water? Did you measure it? You just some. And then you close the lid mm-hmm. as tight as you can. Sure. And then it's going to create a lot of pressure in there. Oh. As the dry ice uh, evaporates. Mm. And that pressure is going to re- uh, cause some expansive forces in the bottle, which the bottle will then be unable to contain mm-hmm. and will. Uh, explode for lack of a better term okay um and so we thought it was fun to uh plant these so-called dry ice bombs Mm -hmm. in places to get reactions out of people sure like people who hang out outside of starbucks at the evening or something like that and uh there was one time we were doing it and i had the dry ice bomb water bottle in my hand (laughs) And I was walking over to place it in some bushes because uh-huh. we're not trying to, you know, get anybody hurt or anything no. like that. We just want to. If anything, we're putting ourselves fun. in danger. Well, it's funny you say that. For science. It's funny you say that because I was walking over there and mm-hmm. the thing just up and exploded in my hand. But you were wearing a winter glove. Was I? Yes. The Thank one God. We never wore gloves. This was the one time any of us had worn a glove. <laughs> You were wearing it, and it exploded in your because hand. Because handling dry ice is can be a little dangerous. You shouldn't really touch it because it's That's so probably exactly cold. why we're so using. So I probably it. used yep. a winter glove. It was probably like cold outside, and then I didn't want. Nah. I don't know. Anyway, exploded in my hand, and there was a group of maybe five of us there. And then the first reaction from all the four other people was run away and scatter. Yes, not. Check on me. You had a glove on. <laughs> you were fine. Okay. okay. I was fine. It worked out. Yeah. It was a loud noise by my face. Yes. But it's not like shrapnel in there or anything. No. So it's just a plastic, a fairly thin plastic bottle exploding. Yeah. And it's 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 a fun thing to do. And also you have a sweet, sweet alibi because when the cops come and say, what the fuck are you kids doing? Science. You say science. And we did have that happen also. Yeah. And we were let go. Cause he said, you're damn, white. Damn. So y- <laughs> you're free to go. Damn. Y'all are okay. I, I see you. Yeah. So, um, we're getting running late here. So I think we have to hop into, <gasps> The lightning round. It's a lightning round. Okay, we're in the lightning round. Oh, now welcome we're here we to are. welcome to here the we lightning are. round. Today, we're gonna need to clear some space here. Okay, get my notes out of the way. Won't yep. need these anymore. And so, what what you're gonna be doing okay. is one of the fun experiments that, or it's nano challenge. Okay, yep. That I saw in the first episode. Okay. And wow, season one, episode one, season one, wow, episode one, okay. 
You're go. I'm going to be handing you a balloon. Do I need to have my eyes closed? Nope. You need okay. them open. Okay. You are going to be using these wooden bamboo skewers. Okay. To puncture through the balloon. Okay. Without popping it. That's not possible. You can do it where there is the least amount of tension in the balloon. So you're going to be going in as close to the knot as possible. Okay. And you need to be coming out as close to the top where the least amount of tension is in the balloon, the top and the bottom. That seems impossible. I'm going to try it. I saw them do it <laughs> on the it? show. But it's got to be leaking air at minimum, right? Uh, yeah, it might be leaking a little bit, but... But okay. it doesn't go pop. I'm going to put this down, and can you this give a quick play-by-play so play on what okay. I'm doing? Okay, so right now he's holding the balloon. He's hold It's orange. He's got a skewer. God, I don't like this. I already don't like this. He's going in. Oh, God, it's getting in there. Oh, God, it's so deep. He's so scared, and I'm so scared. I don't like this. Is it in? Oh, my God, it's in. Oh, my God, it's in. Oh, I hear a little leak. I hear a little leak as he presses it through. Okay, he's at, he's at the other end. He's at the other end, and there's no way it's going to get out. There's no way. There's This is impossible. This is impossible. Oh, my God, is it coming out? Oh, it's stretching. It's stretching. It's not quite pierced yet. It's still... I'm so scared. Oh, my God, it did it. I can't believe it. This is uh, this goes against everything I've learned. This goes against God. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Who knew? Whoops. Who knew that this was a possibility? So we, you are going. I'm going to be handing you. You have 15 balloons, and you're going to, and you have a minute to get skewers in as many as balloons as you can. There's no way I'm going to do one. There's just no way. Uh, what you just did seems impossible. Not with me. that attitude. What you just did. See- Why are you giving me so many? <laughs> You're giving me fucking twelve. You need at least fifteen. There's no. Okay, I just watched you do one. Uh-huh. It was the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> I want to tell you right now. It was the scariest moment of my life, oh, and man. it took you a minute to do. It did not take me a minute. It took me what, maybe ten, twelve seconds? No, most. dude. That was the. the it, it felt like an hour. Yeah, it, it was the most terrifying. So do you not want to do the challenge or what? I'll, I'll do the challenge. That's what I thought. I'll pop a fucking balloon. No, I mean if you pop a balloon, you throw it to the side and you go for the next one. Oh my god! Do you want more than a minute? I don't know how long did they have them on the show. I think they had about a minute. Okay, well then whatever, I'll do it. Okay, here we go. God, are you how, ready? How did the girls do on the show? <laughs> they they tied actually. Okay. They both both teams got six. Six? Yeah, that's impossible. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to hand you the balloon, the first one. Okay. And then I have to put my mic down. I you guess. will have to put your mic down, and you will be. Should we use your mic because it captures sound from all sides? Uh, it's not on that mode right now. Okay. Okay, folks. He's got. He's holding a yellow balloon. He's got his first skewer. You have a minute in three, two, one, go. He is very ginger. Oh, nailed it. He's already has it in one side. Yeah, this is the hard part. You gotta kind of see where it's going in the end. I don't even hear any air uh, leakage at this point. He's okay. A little bit of leakage. A little bit of leakage. It's he has punctured it. First one's done. Boom. Next one. Twenty-four seconds down. Boom. He has already punctured the first part. I have no idea what the He's going, it's a, it's a darker balloon, so it's a little, nope, he saw it poke out, 
He is okay. Boom. Two. Two down. Let's go. Thirty-nine seconds. He is on fire now. Look at the confidence is is totally changed at this point. He was a terrified little baby at the very beginning. He's got the third one in one side, and he's got it. Not quite yet. He's got it through. That's good. One more. One more. We're at a minute, but let's let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. You got one. He's got it through the one end. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Confident on this one. He's pushing it pretty hard. Boom. It's in. Okay. Hold on. You talk. I've got one more. You got okay, one what, more. What are you doing? What? One more. Oh, what? Okay. Hold on. Oh, no. He's doing something terrifying. He's he's moving to a different location. Okay. Here's and your last what? One. No way. I can't do a balloon this big. Here's your last one. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Here's your last one. It's There's nothing different about this balloon for our listeners at home. It is just a regular balloon. Why is it so heavy? You have to put it. There's nothing, there's nothing in it. It's just air. He's got it. He's got <laughs> his last so balloon. Heavy. He's got this, his last balloon. This... It's not even going to make it through. If he can get it through one side, so... you're going to be fine. Do it. Oh, it's a big one. If this one pops, it's probably going to blow both of our eardrums. <laughs> he's got... He's got to do one side. What's he going to do now? He's going to have to smash the other end to get it in. There's no other fucking way. He's got it. He's got it. Okay. It's it. It is almost all the way in. He has a healthy four more inches at the end of the balloon. Oh, he's going to have to push it. He's going to have to push it and puncture it. Oh, no. There's no way. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it because there's no other option. He is, he is struggling. So, oh, there's lots of air releases. He's not even close. I... Then, then put the whole skewer in the balloon. Put it in. Put it all the way in. It's in. Okay. Now we have a, a balloon with a skewer in it. Okay. How many did you get? That was impressive. Uh, I got five. One, two, three, four, five. And then wow. this giant balloon. Well, you're not going to count that one, right? Because you didn't get it in, it in both ends. It's a, the, give me a longer skewer and I would have done it. You you need to, then you, what you needed to do was to tape these together. <laughs> I don't have tape. You figured it out. Uh, you MacGyver, you Paramount Plus MacGyvered it into uh, the balloon. Now there's a skewer in there. Wow. That was impressive. I mean, you, you were terrified. I was terrified. And then once you, once you try it and I learned that everything I thought I knew about balloons was wrong. <laughs> And here's the part of the show. I can put a skewer just inside a fucking balloon. Folks, there's still this is a balloon that I punctured five minutes ago. Yep. This still is almost full of air. Correct. And if you want to know how this. It's a shish this, kebab of a balloon. How this is a thing, you can look it up yourself. We're not a fucking teacher. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. I believe this to be impossible. Not anymore. And this is a good this is a good lesson for people who are like, I'm afraid this is gonna happen. I don't think this is gonna work. I don't think I'll fly off this building when I jump off of it. Guess what? It'll work. Wait, so wait, you think people can fly if they um, you didn't think balloons couldn't be punctured without Honestly, that's a pretty solid point. Yeah, thank you. All right. This has been Labrath's challenge, and god damn my mind is still just flummoxed by this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I got to participate in this lightning uh, round, lightning round of education and fun uh, to be the 17 time defending champion. And now you're just popping him. Now you're just popping him. I'm trying to do it like you did it. <laughs> I want to do it like you, dad. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being educated with us. Thank you for staying engaged. Yeah. Thank you for learning something. Yeah. 
God bless you. God bless God you. bless Ukraine. God bless Ukraine. God bless us all. God bless women in STEM. Women in STEM, I am an ally. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Unless you're a woman, in which case, uh, I've probably lost you.